An event often described as interstate rivalry. Or is it simply one where brothers become enemies three times? Bleed Blue, the New South Wales State of Origin podcast. G'day everyone, welcome along to the Bleed Blue podcast. I'm Ralph Tucker. Each week over the next nine weeks, we'll chat everything State of Origin related with Blues legend and a man who represented New South Wales on 17 occasions between 1984 and 1991, Steve Blocker-Roach. Hello, Blocker. Ralphie, how are you doing, champion? Mate, I'm doing very, very well. I've known you for a long time. I'm pretty sure... I'm right in saying this is the only time of year you wish you were, were playing again. I guess the feet start itching, the eyes start rolling like poker machines. You're like a kid at Christmas, aren't you? Well, look, I'm still waiting for the tap on the shoulder, mate. I, I think this is about my 15th year now being involved with the Blues. They've moved, moved me over to the media department this year. So, uh, yeah, I'm slowly getting the tap on the shoulder. But, mate, I've had a great run. I get excited, as you said, mate, uh, this time of year, every year. Uh, and I always believe that the Blues can win, mate. Even though we've only won one out of the last ten, <laughs> I'm always excited about the team we can pick, and especially this time too, mate. We've picked five deputants, and you know, Laurie had to do something after they were, they were humiliated last year in the third game. Had to do something, and now he's picked some young blokes to come in. Now, you mentioned you're in camp with the team at the moment. Uh, you'll be there right throughout the series, so you'll be able to give everyone listening a sort of a unique insight into the mood within the squad. I'd imagine it's changed a fair bit, though, since you were playing. Yeah, no drinky poos anymore, mate. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of blokes might be into the cocktails and all that sort of stuff now. And, you know, um, you know, they measure their sleep and they measure their, you know, uh, you know, how long they sleep for. And then they get up and they measure, you know, whether they're hydrated and they do all this sort of stuff. You know, to tell the honest truth, as much as I love the game... I don't know if I could handle all these questions and all these answers that I've got to give every day, every morning when I get up. But, mate, they do the little blood kick too. They, they take their blood and how long did you sleep and how did you sleep? Weighted out of 10. <laughs> I mean, please, whatever happened to just getting out and playing? Oh, dear, it has certainly moved on a lot. Let's get down to business. New South Wales, as you mentioned there, five new faces in the squad. Matt Moylan, Adam Reynolds, Josh Mansour, Tyson Frizzell and Dylan Walker. Uh, what did you make of their selections and, more importantly, how have they all settled in? Yeah, mate, it's always an exciting time. I can remember the first time that I ever got selected in the Origin. I, I couldn't believe it, mate. And, uh, it's a dream come true. Uh, you know, right next to playing for Australia, but still, you know, playing for Australia is probably the biggest honour. Uh, you can just see the excitement in Blake's eyes, mate. Um, you know, and you know, everyone huddling around them. And, you know, you know, the first time that you hear, it's so exciting so much for your family too. I suppose the greatest uh, the greatest difficulty in it, Ralphie, is is hanging around for ten days waiting for the game. That's the uh, that's the hard part. We're, we're up here in Coffs now. Um, they get all the media out of the way. Uh, they have headshots uh, for Channel Nine. They do all that sort of stuff. They start to run with the ball and start to work out the game plan, which we hope will uh, will defeat Queensland. Now a lot of people are questioning the choice of Dylan Walker. What do you think he brings to the side, uh, being included in in that particular squad? I'd like to say first and foremost, it's not his fault that he gets picked in the side. You know, there's been uh, there's been a fair bit of media fuck about him being picked in the side, but the buck stopped with Laurie. You know, he's picked the side along with Bob Thornton, and they've seen something in Dylan Moore. I think he's a tremendous player. Already played for Australia, of course. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I probably would have went with him as the utility player. I think that he he only covers a couple of spots. Maybe maybe we could have went for a little bit more sides, but you know. Ralphie, I'm, I'm always the sort of bloke that they pick the team and 
mate, whoever the coach is and whoever he picks, I'm going to get behind him and, and you know, and, and try and push him as much as we can to be in that team. Yeah, I guess a couple of loyal servants missed out in Trent Merrin and Bo Scott. Do you reckon they're hard done by or just a, a victim of circumstances given the fact that um, in that last game last year we did get flogged yeah. and we need to make a few changes? Yeah, well, mate, you know, the first line of madness is doing exactly the same thing. You know, you know we've just got to, as I said you know, just a minute ago, we've got to get behind Laurie. We've got to get behind New South Wales. You know what? You know, I can't believe for the life of me when I hear New South Welshmen saying, oh, mate, you just won't be Queensland or, yeah. I can't understand that sort of mentality and that sort of thinking. Um, you know, Trent Merritt, wonderful player. Mate, this, this doesn't spell the end of, of those sort of guys' careers. Trent Merritt has been around State of Origin now, I would say, for five or six seasons. And, you know, I don't really ever think that he's grabbed it by the scruff of the neck. Maybe by missing out this time, maybe, you know, that, that gives him that little bit of buzz and that little bit of uh, determination to get back into the team. I don't think it's all over for him. Um, you know, I, I was always I was a, a great fan um, of the assassin that plays for, for Parramatta. Uh, he always put a job on, uh, you know, both Scott I'm talking about, always put a job on um, on Jonathan First and always put pressure on the inside. He's a wonderful, wonderful player. But I think I think Laurie's looking to the future. Um, you know, after, as you said, mate, after we've been beaten so badly in that last game last year, um, you know, it's a sign of man. This was at 50-odd points, I I've never seen that sort of thing happen. If you think back to that game, it's just one of those games, mate, the bounce of the ball. If you think back uh, in last year's series, New South Wales were beaten by one point at home in the first game. They were field goal to Cooper Cronk. They absolutely flogged the Queenslanders in the second game down there in Melbourne. They had to be ready to take them on because that was always going to be the toughest one. One all, the decider leading in into Queensland. Uh, it would take a mighty football side to beat those sort of guys up there. And you know, When you look at the Queensland side, you know, we ever sat back and wondered how great these guys are, mate. You know, I've seen a lot of football over the time and I don't think I've ever seen five or six players in the one team that, you know, that are up there with the best players that we've seen. Now, you know Mitchell Pearce better than most. Was it a case yep. of too much too soon for him in terms of his comeback from that much publicised incident that took place earlier in the year? Ralphie, you've got to be ready to play, mate. You know, I, I can never understand uh, for the life of me. And I, as you know, mate, I, I'm very close to Mitch. And in my way of thinking, and I'm, I'm not putting words in his mouth, I'm putting words in my mouth. You know, rugby league is all about pressure, mate, when you're playing in the big games. I, I strongly believe if you're a footballer, that's what you do. That's what I do for a living, mate. You know, you don't go to work. You don't go to work and say, "Oh, mate, I don't, I don't feel like working today," because you know I've had a few problems over over the time. When you look at it, James Maloney and Andrew Fafita rewarded yeah. for their great form for Cronulla. That can only be a good thing for the Blues. Yeah, it can be, mate. You know, you've, you've got to you've got to pick players good form. You know, Fafita. Mate, there is still some doubt how Laurie is going to run with his football side. But mate, you know, if I was picking the team, Fafita has got that X factor, mate. You need someone with that ability to break tackles and leave players behind him. And uh, he couldn't have done any more. Now, you know, it's going to be up to Laurie to see which way that he does go. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what he actually does. I mean, there's a squad of 20 at the moment. Uh, so Frieda is here uh, in the camp. So um, it'll be it'll be all dependent. The game plan, how he's going to play and whether he picks four big bobbers on the, on the bench. Now, when will he look at trimming that squad? Obviously, Josh Dugan is the main injury concern with that elbow he picked up on the, the weekend playing for St. George Illawarra. When's it all going to sort of be resolved in the in the oh, coming days? Mate, mate, he'll play. He'll play for sure. I mean, you know, it was a hyper-extended 
uh, cork the elbow. The way the treatment is today too, mate, is, you know, if you've got some sort of, if you've got a deep cork or, or something, when it's not a dislocation or a, or a broken bone or a, you know, these, these medical people, they work, they work 24-7 now with, uh, with these players and, mate, it's, it's a cork the elbow, mate, he will play. Josh Dugan will take his place in the side. Let's now have a look at the Queensland side. Just a couple of minor changes to the back line. Justin O'Neill, Corey Oates to make their debuts. Other than that, side pretty much picked itself, didn't it? Oh, I think we could have picked it in January, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's been that's been the great thing for, for for Queensland. And mate, you know, you know, we ever we ever sit back and wonder, you know, how good they are. But you know, that's that's not to say on your day you can't beat them, mate. You know, this is. Uh, this is, you know, really important for New South Wales to win the first game, mate, down here uh, at Sydney. Um, you know, 80,000 people screaming for New South Wales, screaming for a bit of cane tone blood. Uh, I'd, I'd really like to see our boys get stuck right into them, you know. And I know I know that the days of, you know, all that sort of roughhouse tactics and all that sort of stuff have gone out of the game. Well, mate, you know, I think, I think that they've got to try and upset the apple cart a little bit. They've got to put a bit of pressure on those, uh, those playmakers in, in Cameron Smith and Thurston and Prong, going to try and put a little bit more pressure on what they're usually used to. So maybe in the state of origin, you know, we play in this, this beautiful, pristine, clean game now, mate. Uh, maybe, maybe we might have to, you know, just go back to that little bit of old school, not, not, not go right down the road, but, you know, just uh, test the waters a little bit. I'd imagine then you'd be fairly happy then that they would have picked Nate Miles, given the fact that he was the last man involved in a scuffle with Paul Gallen. Well, he's been a great player for Queensland, mate. And, you know, you, you have a look at the form, you know, of a bloke like Nate Miles at the moment. Not going that great for Manly, but, mate, these guys, these guys put on that Queensland jumper and they're supermen. You know, it means a lot to them. Um, mate, obviously their record means a lot to them. And, uh, you know, I, you know, it's, mate, it's, it's going to be, it, it's going to be a, a tough encounter and a tough way for New South Wales to win. But, mate, if they're going to win, they've got to win, they've got to win this first one. Because going up there one nil down, mate, that's 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 virtually the series. I guess the significant change for Queensland is a pretty big one in the fact that they've got a new coach in Kevin Walters replacing the great Mal Meninga. What yeah, is... It'd be like following Dodd Bradman then, wouldn't it? <laughs> pretty much. What do you I think Kevy brings to the table? Well, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see whether whether he gets a response from all the players that, that are uh, that are so much involved and entrenched in Queensland. You know, look, look, I would think, you know, I would think, you know, if he. And he is smart, Kevy. There's no doubt about that. He'll, mate, he'll sit back, just add his own little bit of touches here and there. But, mate, you know, Cameron Smith and, and Thurston and all those sort of guys, they play in, they play in this in our week in and week out. They play against all these guys they're going to play against. And I think that, you know, they're smart enough to know, you know, what wins football games in these big games. Now, let's cast our mind back again to, to last year. You mentioned it earlier, 52 points to six at Suncorp Stadium when the series was on the line there. How much yeah. does that still stick in the minds of, of players involved and, and indeed the coach, Laurie Daly, and what kind of motivating factor is that? Well, it has to be a motivator, mate, doesn't it? I mean, you know, footballers have got pride. All sportsmen have got pride in what they in what they do. This is what these guys do for a living. That's what they get paid to do. Mate, I would be surprised that it that, it, that it'll burn until they actually beat Queensland. So, so I would say, you know, that you know, it would have been a tough, uh, uh, you know, a tough six or seven months you know, leading into this game and knowing that you're going to go into it and you've got to go hard against Queensland. And the only way to redeem yourself now 
is to actually win the first game. I mean, history tells us game one is really just the stepping stone into into winning the series. And so it's pretty crucial that the Blues put their, I guess, their best foot forward next Wednesday night. Mate, you're 100% right, mate. If they don't win the first one, it's a big task going up there in the second one. And, mate, you've been up there before. Yeah, mate, they are. They love their footy up there and they love their state of origin and they love that back to the wall and, you know, and trying to win games up there. And we haven't got a great record up there, so it's imperative that we win the first one. Uh, otherwise, mate, if we, if we, if we don't win the first one, we get beat the second. Like mum and, mum and dad won't even come and watch in the third one, will they? I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people get on board when you're winning games. And Laurie, uh, to his credit, has made those five changes, come out and said, look, Guys, you know, if you're going to support us, this is what we're doing. We had the change for what we did last year. We've made five changes. We've got some young kids in our side now. Uh, you know, let's let's get behind them. Let's try and let's try and get them home. And you know, let's make it an exciting experience for all these young blokes coming into play. Now, finally, before I let you go, Blocker, the game actually isn't a sellout as yet. So I guess your message to Blues fans: get out there and pack the joint out. No, hundred percent, mate. You know, look, look, we're New South Wales, mate. You know, we're you know, we've got to get behind our team, uh, irrespective, you know, like, you know, it, you know, Laurie's picked, as I said, he's picked all these young guys in the side now, you know, and, you know, we, we as supporters, all we ever do, and I, mate, as you know, I'm a Tiger supporter, mate, all I ever do is ask that I can sit back and I can watch and I can see that these guys are putting their whole heart into it. Now, if that's the case and we've got a young side and, you know, we do our best, I, I think people will be happy and, you know, you know, this is the next instalment of a new blue side. Five changes in the team. Let's get behind them. Let's show, let's show them that we support them. All right, Blocker. Love your passion as always. Thanks very much for joining me, and I look forward to chatting with you many times over the next few weeks. You're a good man. Well done, mate, uh, and good to talk to you, Ralphie. There he is, Steve Blocker-Roach. If you enjoyed today's Bleed Blue podcast with Blocker, tell your mate, share a link on social media, download and subscribe in iTunes, and please leave a rating or review so more Blues fans can jump on board the bandwagon. Until next time, I'm Ralph Tucker, and you've been listening to the Bleed Blue podcast. Don't forget, Blues fans, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And for all the latest State of Origin news, head to nswrl.com.au. Up the Blues.